Quiet, quiet down everybody. Stop being so disrespectful and listen to what I have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, gather around for what will be a once in a lifetime opportunity for you to witness greatness. This will be the finest podcast known to man. I give you shooting the shit. Reside with in that country. Who's right? Who's wrong? Yeah, I mean, who, yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. You know, they're, they're that's, a, that's a beautiful statement. And 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 that's why it's so hard sometimes for us, as you know, we have the most freedom of just about any other country out there. Um, you know, and we have neighbors in Canada and in, in some of our our Western European countries who you know exercise more or less the same types of basic freedoms that we experience here, but people love this country for what it has to offer. Why do you think the borders are constantly flooded? People come here, and it's not just from Mexico. No, not at you all. Know, there's, there's lots of people who make their way to Mexico to come in to the, to the southern border because it's easier to get through. But you ask, you'll see all races coming through the, the, the southern border. Why? Because no matter how bad they're treated in this country, it's still better than what they were getting in their the, in their their original uh, home country. And it realistically might not be that bad here. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. Even the worst of what you got in this country is still better than anything that they were getting or had opportunities to have in their home country. You know, it's it, it's funny because it goes both ways, and I, and I have uh, seen both. Side. So, like, there's a couple situations. Like, I, I met someone from another country. No need for, like, super details, right? But this person mm-hmm. was, like, had a pretty good job where they were at. But they waited for two years because they entered into a raffle to oh. come to America. Mm-hmm. Um, so they come here, and there's not shit for them. Their, their degree over there is void here, obviously. Their work... Work experience over there is void, obviously. So they come here and they're starting from scratch. So they look down upon that, but they're also happy for what the opportunities that they have because they understand that there's more here. However, it's like the double-edged sword because that person was successful there. Why they came here, I never really asked for full details, mm-hmm. um, but I'm pretty sure it was to make more money because mm-hmm. you think the land of opportunity. Why Why are you going to enter a raffle that I have to wait two years for if it's not worth it, right? So there, there's that. And then when I was in college, <clears throat> much younger, had a. it's funny because I would say I had a very liberal, um, very liberal perception, which I think a lot of young kids would probably say the same. It wasn't until, it actually wasn't until Obama's first presidency when I stopped kind of being like super liberal, because then I was kind of like, and, and <clears throat> excuse me, man, <clears throat> I should have got more water, but I, I hate saying things like that because it's so stereotypical and kind of ignorant, in my opinion, because it's, I never associated myself with like a Democrat or Republican, but was I a liberal? Well, yeah, I'm like super hippie, a skateboard. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about the government. Like, of course I'm going to lean towards that side. It wasn't until 
start paying your own bills, doing shit like that. Then you're like, damn, <clears throat> I kind of see where the other side's coming from. So with that being said, <clears throat> this girl, she's from Palestine. And there's only two dudes in this class. And the teacher's like, hey, so-and-so uh, and, and, and you, you know me, <clears throat> come outside real quick. I got to talk to you guys. Now, mind you, this is after we had presentations because it's college. You do your little story and then present it. Okay. <clears throat> she does hers on Burning Woman, which is, I, I tried to pull it up. I thought it was like an actual event, but uh, it's just basically, uh, you're, you're familiar with the reasons why like, the, they burn the women, right? So like if a woman cheats on her husband yeah, or even accused of being yes. cheating uh, adulteress, or she explained that if, uh, if the husband just wants another wife, they could just be like, yeah, she doesn't clean the house or this and that, and then they'll burn her and he'll marry somebody else. So <clears throat> she tells us this. Me and the other gentleman get pulled out of the classroom with the, the this isn't the same day though, mind you, it's not the same day. <clears throat> but she she so we're like, might have been the same day. I don't know, because we're like, damn, that's crazy. You know, we're asking her questions because we're all interested. And then so we get pulled out and she's like, hey, uh, I don't remember her name, but she's like, so and so uh comes, you know, from different culture and 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 she was asking that uh you guys don't speak to her. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, you know, it's like their culture. But I was like, she knows she's in a mind. This is funny because I said I'm still kind of liberal guy at this point. Mm -hmm. I was like, she knows she's in America now, right? And then the teacher was like, yeah, I, I don't know. But that's what she requested. And I was she like, being the parent? or the, the girl? The no, we're all adults. Adult. This is college. Okay, so this is the We're all adults. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She requested student. this. Okay. And <clears throat> I'm just utterly blown away because you literally told us this story about how you're controlled by dudes over there and they can burn you for whatever damn reason you want. Mm -hmm. And we're over here like being hella nice to you. And instead of like moving past and see, uh, this is my opinion, instead of moving past that, okay. you're still sticking in but, that. Oh, okay, let me, let me give you this perspective. Mm -hmm. Of course. Just from, from her side of the story in America, I can now dictate if I don't want someone to talk to me. Yeah. Imagine if all the men in her life told her what to do and she had no say in the matter. Now she's in this country where she can say, teacher, can you ask these gentlemen not to talk to me anymore? Because I don't want to hear what they have to say or I don't feel comfortable with the things they're telling me. Correct. So... In that respect, she actually has a little bit of power now where she can control who's telling her what. Now, I'm not saying that you guys are mean or you're... Well, doing of course, of like course, that. of course. But, uh, but, but in, that, in its own way, it might be a way of, of showing how she's taking advantage of the fact that I can now tell these guys I, I, don't, I don't want to hear what you have to say. And I'm trying to do it nicely by just asking the teacher. Yeah. Not, you know, so I don't have to confront you and get you all angry. You're, you're still walking away kind of angry, but at the same time, it came from the teacher who were, the teachers are just trying to diplomatically say, hey, he's just asking that, that yeah. she not be spoken to. So I'm trying to look at it from that side. I can understand exactly what you're saying, and but I'm like, I've kind of learned to try to look at it from the other side where maybe she just said, I, I, I can exercise my right to not have to hear these guys talk to me. No, exactly. And I, I love the devil's advocate portion because as I was going to continue on saying, ah, okay. is that, is that uh, um, well, no, no, it's fine. I'm glad okay. that you threw that in there. Um, and it also reminded me to reiterate the fact that that was not the reason that uh, that, that she didn't want us talking mm -hmm. to her. The reason was that she's married. Ah. That she's married and she didn't want us talking to them. So, again, 
with all that being said, like I was just young, right? right. And and looking back on it, and probably even later in that day, mm-hmm. I rationalized and I was like, devil's advocate, right? So I'm sure. like, that's just the way she's. She, that's what she knows, right? Like, so who am mm-hmm. I to say that she's wrong or crazy for that type of shit? How like if I, if if my wife's going to school, right? I wouldn't give a shit if dudes are talking to her as long as it's related to like shit, right? Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> if they're like they're flirting with her something. And then she's like, "Hey, I don't want you talking to me." That's mm-hmm. that good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just like, again, who's right, who's wrong? Right. That's what I love about conversations, especially when you're not so heavy-handed with it, because like, I man, especially during the Trump era, dude, because like, <clears throat> you could just be like, you know what? I I think that that's a good idea that Trump uh said in this policy. He he's banning travel from from uh, terrorist known countries that we're having issues with. Oh, you're a piece of shit. You're a Trump lover. You're a Nazi. And it's like, like kind of just like one thing that he did. You know what I mean? It's like you get blanketed into this wow shit. I had this funny joke. <clears throat> I used to get, I used to, I, I grew up and everyone would always be like, stop acting black or, you know, you, you, you don't, you don't blah, blah, blah. Right. And then Trump runs for presidency and then it's like, you're racist. You're a Nazi. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm so confused. Right. Like, thank goodness me? I'm an adult. Because if I'm a child at this point, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's difficult to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> but it First, is I'm wild. too much of an ethnic. Now I'm a <laughs> yeah, racist. Yeah. There's no in between. There's no in between either. It's just the furthest, yeah. the furthest end of the spectrum. Well, <laughs> you know, if you remember that election, the 2020 election, <clears throat> presidential election, the only person who stood a chance against Trump. Of all the Democratic, uh, was Biden? Why? Uh-oh. Because he, you know, was Biden because he had the least baggage, and because like Hillary wasn't going to beat him, she already lost to him once, and you know Obama had turned out. Who else in the Democratic Party was in a position to even challenge the the band the bandwagon of, of Donald Trump at that time? I'm sorry, I should say the 2016 election, not the 2020, the 2016 election. When Hillary lost? Yeah, when Hillary lost. Did Biden even run then? No. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, he was vice president to uh, to uh, uh, Barack Obama at that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. So, but what, you know, part of the reason why, personally, why I think Hillary lost was that she didn't stand on a platform of I'm going to do this, I'm going to stand for this, I'm going to stand for this. She was, don't vote for me, because if you, or I mean, don't vote for him, because you vote for him, you're going to have Donald Trump as president. Yeah, you're he's deplorable. He's, he's, <clears throat> she never talked about what are you going to do for us? How are you going to run the country as our president? It was her bandwagon was more of, don't vote for him, he'll ruin the country. Don't vote for him, he has no experience. Don't vote for him. And it was a lot of don't vote for him. Not so much, what are you going to do for us? She didn't lean on that part of her, of what she was going to do to help our country. Ironically, in 2020, after Trump had been president for four years, you know what the bandwagon was saying for for Biden? Anybody but Trump. Anybody but Trump. He's ruining us. And and what did Biden do? He said when he was going to be president, I'm I'm going to eliminate all these programs that he put in. Yeah. I'm going to get rid of the border. I'm going, you know, the wall. I'm going to get rid going of going back uh, into the uh, that Ooh. accord. What is it? That shit oh, in yeah. France, yeah, yeah. Or the, Italy, the, 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 the accord. There. I'm going to get rid Paris of the pipeline. Accord. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so Basically going to do everything to yeah. destroy our he country. He had those stacks of, 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 of signatures on his first day of office. I'm getting rid of all this stuff without having a plan. See, and there, there goes something that the, the, the country forgot. What are you going to do in place of these programs yeah. that you have said we're not going to do anymore? And that's why you see this massive drop in the last two years of a lot of different areas. Because, yes, you got popular because you were going to get rid of the things that Trump put in. The problem was, as a leader, you should also have a follow-up plan to change to make sure everything is, is going to keep running. The reason why they didn't do it, I think, is because they were going to have a very radical <coughs> program to be put in place. And if you look at some of the things they've done, you know, they're trying to look at where we're at now, where the trans and all these things that really shouldn't be such big stories on the news headlines, but they are. Just don't look at the man behind the curtain. Yeah, you know, since we're 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 not worried about our economy. He's not worried about our economy. He's not worried about you know our borders. He's not worried about you know well you know our dependency of 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 uh, Middle East oil. You know we're dependent now. You know there's a lot of dependencies based on the actions he's taken without having a follow up plan, or perhaps this is that was his plan that we become dependent on other countries. That we we not have the ability to control our destiny because we got rid of these things. Mm -hmm. You know, we want lots of immigrants to flap to to come into our country without controls, which is in essence what what has been allowed. There's no follow up plan to control it, and you've got yes men who who are in place, and you've got a vice president who's supposed to be in charge, who's never said a word about. What she's gonna do? And she's super hip, though. She used to smoke weed and listen to Snoop Dogg. You know, whoop de doo, and, and lock up people for marijuana possession charges. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> it's funny that you said he had no bag or let no baggage on him, or whatever. I think that it was just that the well, shit was yeah, covered they, up. Yeah, they, they. I mean, dude, do you hear what he said about what he <laughs> when he gave the speech about Satchel Page? You said he's a great in history. <clears throat> what the I'm, fuck? I'm, so it's it's it, what it, what's what I wanted to draw it to is that they're just old ass politicians what and that think? shit used to work. Think about it: Pelosi, Clinton, Biden, Bernie, all do the exact same shit. No, Bernie is a little different. Um, he's wild the shit that he thinks and stuff. Yeah. But at least he, <clears throat> excuse me, at least he, at least he has a plan. Yeah, but um, you may not have liked his plan, but he had a plan. Ex exactly, and that's what I tell everyone. I was like, ah, shit was fucking wacky, but at least he had something. He, he stood by his plan. <laughs> he was going to implement his plan, and that's yeah. probably ultimately what brought him back down is that not a lot of folks were quite prepared for going towards that plan. Yeah, full force. And then so, like, but that's the shit that used to work. Trump's bad. Trump's bad. You never had to be like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to implement yeah. that. You just had to shit on the other person. Like, dude. Tell if you don't vote is. for me, you're not black. Yeah. That, that sums up that sums up everything right there. Yeah. Sums up everything. What did he say to us? They're gonna put y'all back in chains. Yeah. I, I was mean, like, wow. Seriously, come I watched on. yeah, I watched a video. And it's so funny because I never really like I mean I kind of thought about it, but it's like those people are the, some of the most racist fucking people because there's this, uh, I guess he's Mexican, and he had a Trump 2024 sticker in the back of his truck. And this dude's like, like he told the cashier at the window or whatever, 
not to to help him. So I guess they went inside. I don't know. I don't know how this happened. But she tells them, like, hey, they told me not to help you or whatever. And I was like, what? Well, that's weird. So he stops and he waits for him. The dude comes up and he's like, so what's wrong, man? Like, they're both in their vehicle still. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's coming up. You're just like yelling at him, calling him racist and all this stuff, right? The typical the typical talking points when you don't really educate yourself and you just uh, regurgitate what you've seen on the news. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's blurting out all these punchlines or whatever you want to call them. And uh, the dude's like, I'm Mexican, right? You know what the guy says back to him? Wait till he deports your family. So the dude's like... <laughs> He assumed my family's here illegally. <laughs> like, what the? What are you talking about? Yeah. So the 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 blatant racism, right? Because it goes back to that, right? Joe Biden, and that's where it stems from. Saying hey, they're gonna put you back in chains. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then you have that dude. They're gonna deport your family. Like, what, dude? Well, you know, <laughs> what? I'm curious with the latest information about you know the the proof that. He was aware of everything that that his son was doing with with foreign governments, with with the the money going to to the Biden family and various members of the family getting rewards for some of the deals being made. I'm curious if 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 that's going to have any kind of backlash because it seems to be that you would think there would be some because they've done so many uh, inquiries on Trump. That, uh, but not, nothing's been able to be, you know, they've never been able to convict him now. They've got 37 counts on him on some new stuff. We'll see if that actually happens. And, and But at the same time, I'd like to see that the equal up, equal coverage on what's going on with, with Biden and his son. Because there seems to be more smoking guns with regards to his actual knowledge and his participation and his actions as vice president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and uh, I was trying to look this up here for us. I forget the acronym. Um, I think it's like SBA or something, like Suspicious Bank Activity oh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> this dude Biden got like over 20 of them. He said, and, and the, this ex-banker was saying that in order for you to get one of them, would just be like hard to do. Like you'd have to really, and, and I'm not doing this any justice. You're not privy to what I'm talking about, huh? I think or there yours right there Is says SVB. I think that might be different though. Yeah, but I mean, but that's, you know, it's gonna be hard to come up on the. I tried to look up him calling Satchel Page that, and uh, good luck finding that shit. That's a, oh, okay. Excuse me. Yeah, this is a little different. I am gonna run the SVBs. <clears throat> Yeah, it's called like it's like suspicious bank activity or suspicious uh, <coughs> something. Yeah, well, yeah, but I don't know. I I would like to say that it is probably. Good. <coughs> I mean, dude, how crazy is this that the dude just gets off of an interview or whatever? It's is known that he's a massive crackhead, and this motherfucker takes him in the White House and flies him on Air Force One and shit. Like, yeah. dude. The audacity. They just don't give a fuck. And it's funny because it was, I could easily say the blanket statement, right? The people that fall for that shit is very low IQ. But maybe they're just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say that they're low IQ, right? That's, you always got to be devil's advocate. But what the hell is going on when you, like, like, do people really think Biden's a good president or a good dude? 
I think there, enough people are seeing that he's not very effective, that's for sure, whether or not he's a good dude. He might be a good dude in the sense of, well, he's, you know, but I think... Didn't, wait, wait, didn't he also uh, vote for segregation so black kids oh, could go to school? With? Well, no, you know what? <laughs> what he did do was he he backed and and if not actually uh, support wrote the in the nineties as a senator uh, a federal law that actually impacted the black community far more because of that uh, passage of that particular law, and it had to do with you know like. Uh, uh, Drug use and 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 felonies and all of that, where it, more black uh, black men went to prison for longer periods of time, and it was something that he put in, and that wasn't really, I think, if had that been a Trump law, they would have said, "See, he w went after black people," and so yeah. you know, he or, he because if, if you look at that. if you look at Biden's track record, he really hasn't done that much. As far for a guy who's been in uh, American politics for you know 50, 60 years, yeah, no, exactly. You know, because his track record isn't all that great. I mean, he's been in a few high-profile uh, events. He was the one of the primary guys uh, doing the inquiry of of, uh, of uh, Justice Thomas, Clarence Thomas, mm -hmm. and you know he he was yeah, he was a spearhead, and so he you know but. But beyond that, I mean, that was his big, you know, moment on stage. I mean, yes, he's been in the Senate for a long time, and he's been vice president for a couple of terms. But you know, he's he's been really kind of a. Uh, I don't see a whole lot of accomplishments for a man who's been in leadership positions for as long as he's been in. Well, Nancy Pelosi has been in office like well, longer her than too. I've been alive. Yeah, her too. <laughs> Me. Longer than I've been alive. Jim. Well, because I, I remember her in Bay Area politics, because she, you know, in Marin County and all of that, and, and she she was part of the uh, uh, part of the, the the Golden Gate Bridge. They they have their own um, um, uh, board because because the Golden Gate Bridge is actually not part of um, the the California freeway system. Mm -hmm. It's it's privately owned by the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, uh, authority or whatever and so uh, they make their own they create their own uh income and so that's why their 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 uh tolls are done differently than from other uh, the other bridges that were state built mm. well, that make that makes sense so but you know her 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 political career started locally in in the bay area and then went from there to congress and then you know so that she's been able to grow there now she's married into money, and you know her family's well is very very well off, Sid which is least. where she's also part of the Gavin <laughs> Gavin Newsom's part of that tree. She's great at stocks too. She's kind of like Warren Buffett, wouldn't you say? Well, here's one of the questions that's now coming up. If you if you haven't already discussed it on some of your other <laughs> podcasts, is that you know she seems to have this magic ability to make changes just before. Yes, yeah, announcements of some of, of changes in the federal government or identifying, uh, you know, she knew to get rid of certain things yeah. quite a bit at times. That's crazy. Before, before they took the big tumbles. Um, let's let's be honest though, young Nancy Pelosi is kind of hot, right? 
I, I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that, see, we did talk about that. We, we, I, I, I think I actually made the comparison because we were talking about uh, horrible politicians, and this actually happened to be the female ones. So it was uh, Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton and AOC. And I was like, AOC is kind of like the, the, the current uh, Nancy Pelosi and, and Hillary Clinton, right? Because she's like this attractive young lady. Then she's going to grow up to be this, like, Nancy Pelosi and drunken succubus and stuff, you know? I would say there's one major difference. Which one? AOC versus the two that you picked, mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi. She's more radical? No, it's not even that. Pelosi and Clinton, they, Pelosi came from money. So she was already higher up in the, on the, the financial totem pole than AOC ever has been. And then with Clinton, her husband was governor, and yeah. you know she was a lawyer, a Dixiecrat. So, so she, yeah, so she, she, that you know, she came up from a different kind of, of circumstance, and she was the first lady. And it wasn't until after you know, uh, Bill got out of office that she started running for office and winning. Yeah, and then taking you know becoming a front runner for for the for presidential election. So she wasn't down here in the in the trenches like AOC is. But AOC, her biggest problem has been is that she's she's not as as well educated and she's more street, and so you know what she was a bartender, right? And, yeah. and, and so she hasn't she doesn't have a whole she's not as sophisticated as Pelosi and as Clinton were. Clinton had the, you know, she she was a she was a lawyer, yeah, you know. And Pelosi, I mean, she came up for money and she 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 had her own education and stuff. So she's she they're those two. They're way up here oh, yeah, yeah. to start with. AOC is down here. That's why she got beat up so much and still gets beat up because her ignorance in some in some areas is very very noticeable. Because she's not a very sophisticated person. Yeah, and no, it was uh, your. But I understand what you're saying. She can be one of those who can float up, up the up the totem pole just by virtue of being able to outlast everybody. Yeah. Because if you ask me, I think uh, Pelosi kind of outlasted people, but it helps to have yeah. money in the family. Yeah, it was, um, no, your point's 100% valid and everything. It was just more of a satirical thing, kind of being dogs on the show. Because we're, <laughs> we're like, you know. I'm I mean? sorry. I'm, I'm very serious on, yeah, on, sorry, on, sorry. On, your, on your stuff I here. And, and I usually am. I usually am. But I try to throw them out there, like yeah, the twist, the ultimate warrior and stuff. Um, well, I mean, but. AOC, she she gets beat up a lot because she says and does really stupid things. Yeah, and it's hard not to. Same thing with with Hunter Biden doing really stupid things, you know. And and you know says I'm I'm a I'm an artist, and I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. getting, you know you've never painted before in your life, and you do some 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 crack noodles. <laughs> what is that? And someone's going to pay you fifty thousand dollars for that one. Come on. Probably from someone from China. Yeah. <laughs> you you know, you're, you're making $50,000 on artwork that, quite frankly, is probably going to end up in the trash after they pick it up because it, we all know it's going to be a payoff for something you did. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that's why I, I kind of laugh when, when it's so transparent, yet no one wants to pick up on the transparency that this is BS. But, like, no one's going to touch on, like, dude, I can't believe no one mentioned it during the 2016 primaries, anything, is that... <laughs> Hillary Clinton was a fucking Dixiecrat. And she called black kids super predators. I mean, that alone is enough to not want to vote for this woman. She literally called an entire group of children based on their skin color super predators. But you got to remember also her husband as president was con considered to be the best friend 
the black community had ever. As a Democrat? As, yeah. As, just as president, he, you know, his, his, uh, uh, his office after, after his presidency, you know, it was in Harlem. In a, in a, or if not Harlem, in, in, in a community uh, with a large black population. So the black population has a, a lot of, of, of respect and, and favor. They favor Bill Clinton yeah. for things that he did. And she kind of fed off of that. She kind of rode the coattails on that. And so they didn't beat up on her because, hey, she, she built. She's with him. Hey, she, yeah, she, kind of, she's with me, fella. She, she kind of benefited from that. Because <clears throat> a little bit. We, yeah, a, lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little bit, a little bit, and so, and I, and, and I know that uh, you know Biden was do, trying to do the same thing with with, with Barack. You know, Obama. You know, I black. I was his vice president. I'm, yeah. I'm you know, I was so, waiting for him to say, "That's my." <laughs> yeah, if you don't vote for me. You ain't black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it on, throw it on you know, out there. You, you, God, you really said that. <laughs> yeah, and people still voted for the guy, dude. Blows my mind. But yeah, so I, I found it out here. It, the uh, it's a SARS report from the bank. So oh, it's a suspicious okay. activity report. Okay. Uh, this dude, what did it say? One hundred and fifty. Let's see. Uh, I'll share this article with y'all. Uh, yeah. So there are more than one hundred and fifty uh, SARS reports, reports involving Hunter Biden and first brother James Biden, according to CBS News. What? <laughs> 150 suspicious activities yeah let's see let's see how you get one of those how do you get a star from the bank suspicious activity point uh oh, i guess we could just pick on this one. what triggers a, a financial institution is required to file a suspicious activity report no later than 30 days um oh, yeah let's just go back to this more brief one uh, dollar amount thresholds. Banks are required to fire, file SARS in the following circumstances. Insider abuse involving any amount transactions uh, aggre aggregating. 5,000 or more. Yeah, 5,000 or more where a suspect can be identified. Transactions aggregating uh, 25,000 or more regardless of potential suspects and transactions aggregating 5,000. Am I pronouncing that right? They had to put it in there three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's a it's a phraseology of you know the col collective activity. Yeah, uh, I, I I kind of figured that. I just wasn't sure if I was yeah. uh, saying it right. But yeah, so 150 guys. <laughs> so I do apologize. It wasn't Joe Biden. It was uh, his sons. His sons. Yeah, crazy. But shit. he constantly says, "I don't know what they do." Yeah, uh, and you know what? Based on his his uh, mental. Yeah, he might not know what capacity they do. right now, or his inability to, to to complete coherent sentences at times suggests that he may not. Because don't forget, if you ever listen to him in his speeches, he always talks about being in the top ten percent of his class and yeah, which and, is all not true. Full scholarship, and none of it was true. He was on the bottom. Uh -huh. no, he's just a politician, almost, dude. Yeah, he's and, a liar. and he's a flat out liar about his educational skill sets and how he performed. Yet he gets a free pass every time. Because yeah. the funny part was that he repeated the same thing at different times and at different levels. And even though they called it on, he continued to do it. So, you know, clearly he's got a lot of uh, pro-left support, despite the fact that he's... He's, he's just a puppet head. He's lying. 
He's yeah. lying about who and what he was. It's like, what did Trump say? I said, I went to better schools. <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more educated. I went to better schools. Um, but it was going to talk, you reminded me of it when you were talking earlier, I forgot to mention, because we were talking, I think it was when we were talking about the marketing and stuff like that, of certain, mm-hmm, certain mm-hmm. Um, ideologies and things mm-hmm. like that, is that there's uh, politicians, right? There's a California committee that works on the homelessness. Mm-hmm. What happens if you fix homelessness? That committee's gone, right? Their six-figure incomes are gone. So do you think that fixing homelessness is really their priority? Actually, it is, but the reality is, is that it's not a simple fix. No, I agreed. And so, because it's not a simple fix, they can probably last for a long, long time. It's not a exactly. And so, I mean, you can throw a lot of money at it, and that in itself itself isn't going to solve it unless you put that money strategically in the areas that will actually impact. You know, because more times than not, you 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 throw money towards groups and these groups pay themselves before they actually put it towards actually accomplishing anything. Uh-huh. Okay, you know, look at BLM. They, they paid themselves. They paid their family members. They got them jobs. They bought properties and all these properties went in their names. You know, they didn't put it towards what seemingly what they should have been putting it towards. And so, you know, when I was, okay, when Arnold was governor, Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor of the state of California. <clears throat> I, at that time, I was part of a, uh, the Highway Patrol's community outreach pro, uh, unit. And we were very effective. We had a, a senior volunteer program. We had uh, the, the Explorer programs statewide. You know, So we had literally hundreds, if not thousands, of volunteers at the, at the senior levels as well as the, 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 younger, the young adult level. We were very successful. Well... We get a call says we need to attend a meeting because the governor's office is putting has put together a volunteer program um, grassroots level they want to start up and, and put something together and so okay so me and my sergeant and one other officer no me and my lieutenant and we, the three of us went there to this meeting and there's this lady who comes in and she starts telling us okay you know we're here because we're 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 going to create. You know, we've created a volunteer program for the for the for the state of California. Oh, okay. And the more she talked, the mindset was: when we get to a scene like forest fires or what have you, when we come in, we're going to take over all the volunteers and we'll tell them what to do. I said, No, you're not. If I'm the sheriff's department and I got my you know my volunteers helping, I'm not giving them up to you. Our patrol, we can't just give them up to you. We're responsible for their safety and for what they're providing. You can't just assume they're they're, And so, and we kind of tell them this. And so, okay, well, we're working on our uniforms. For the next two hours, we're designing a uniform, a volunteer uniform for the state, for the state volunteers. And after that, it's just, my lieutenant looks at, we ain't ever coming to another meeting like this again. (laughs) And we didn't, time. you know, because I was like, seriously, <clears throat> and, th- and this person who's coming, she's getting a six-figure income that you were talking about. So she got this position, and she thought that she would be able to kind of bully these organizations and giving up our volunteers so that you could oversee them and tell them what to do. Ain't happening. And you don't have, the, you don't have any authority to, to try to implement, implement it in the first place. Yeah. Maybe you can do it at the Highway Patrol, but you can't tell the Highway Patrol to give these senior volunteers up. You have no, you have no place 
of, of position and authority to even take them over from the Highway Patrol, even though we're a state agency. So it's kind of like, wow, where did you get this idea that you just come in and take all these volunteers and now they're now yours? Yeah, right. Like their possession. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me get your volunteers there. He says, you need to do what we all had to do, which was recruit our own. Yeah. You know, and then train them and then put them in responsible positions so that they can run themselves. And then when I call upon them, they can help me with the, with the event or, or, or whatever, the issue that we have to deal with. And they'd help us out. But no, you can't just, yes, we're with the governor's office. Arnold's can have all of these people help him be a part of his volunteer program. So no, they're not. That's hell of funny. Oh, well, you know what? We, we need help on designing uniforms. <laughs> never saw that person again. Never had another meeting like that again. Because, you know what? This is silly. Yeah. You know, you have no concept of what you're trying to do. You're wasting everyone's time. Exactly. Like... We wasted three hours. <clears throat> Could have been doing a lot more effective stuff than what you were trying to do. Yeah. So that's why, you know, when you talk about people with with, with six figures, the ones that are are are, are the worst, are the ones who they get a six figure income but no staff. Mm -hmm. So Just basically, I'm paying you to to waste time. Yeah. Because you have no staff, you have no staff that you can pay. So how do you expect to really accomplish anything? Yeah. No. And uh, the the homeless thing, because it could go either way. Like they're dumping lots of money at it, and like you said. So we can go in. We can go into greater detail after we go over this. I want to talk about okay. this, but really briefly before I forget is that there's there's two sides to everything. Like we've been saying, it's a glorious thing. Is mm -hmm. that you? You said that you think that they are trying to help homelessness, right? Sure. And and in my opinion, is they aren't right now. The reason I say that is because what they're doing is enabling people to be homeless. They're providing them with the, the drug paraphernalia. They're providing them with the facilities to do it in. In my opinion, that is exacerbating oh, the issue. That's Now, with the people that are in charge, are they knowingly doing this to exacerbate the issue? Or do they truly think that that's going to help, right? Because they say that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So they might be doing what their heart tells them they think is correct. Well, I would submit that the example I would use for what you just said is the election of the, the district attorney for the city of San, for, for, for San Francisco City and County. I forgot his name, but he came Recent? in. Recent? Huh? Recent? Yeah, he, he got, he got uh, recalled. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was like... The DA, San Francisco DA recalled. Uh, not connected. ASF. Oh, ASF. I'm so. still connected to internet, though. Uh, <laughs> AT&T. Real cocksucker. All right. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Chesa that's his name. He was recalled. That rolls right off your tongue, huh? Yeah. Chesa, well, Chesa as soon as I remember, I can't remember his name. <laughs> for whatever reason, for the last couple of years, I can't repeat, remember names to save my life. Oh, it's just a smooth-ass name. Yeah. Chesa Budin. Like, well, what's your name? see, Chesa his Budin. history, for people who don't know, his history was that both his parents are felons who are still in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, his parents were, were <clears> basically <throat> domestic terrorists. And but he was raised by people who were in position to uh, kind of a middle class situation, and he he was well educated. He's not he's no dummy. He went to, to law school and everything. And uh, when he got elected, he he made no bones that he was going to you know try to make programs to help uh, the, the 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 criminal and try to get them you know better better opportunities so that they can make a better life for themselves instead of just throwing them in jail. But the problem was is that. 
when he became DA, he stopped enforcing lots of laws to the point that SFD, the San Francisco Police Department, they were almost to the point of, we're not going to even bother arresting people because he's not going to do yeah. anything to them. And that's when you saw this fall of, 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 of police, act, police action towards a lot of crime, especially the lower level crimes, which escalates to bigger crimes because now that I know that I can go into a store, steal stuff, as long as it's less than a thousand dollars, they're not going to prosecute me. Yeah. And so, you know, they were going, and that's why you see at this mass exodus of businesses, hotels, everybody leaving San Francisco. I mean, you have a couple of, of this one hotel chain that they have $700 million in, in mortgage for a whole city block for their hotel. They're walking away from it. We're giving it to the bank. $700 million. And they're saying we're walking away. You've got Nordstrom that says, see ya. You've got Walgreens that's already left. You have, have, have all of them left? Yeah. Oh, man. Those the ones I'm listing have left or are about to leave. See, and I, and, I, and I know that I want to throw you off. That's so, okay. So, but what I was going to say is that for the longest time, I've been trying to get our show sponsored by a San Francisco Walgreens. Uh, but, but now, now that they're gone, I guess. And this is where, where when you talk about people who might mean well. Yeah. Can you imagine if he actually was able to, by saying, I'm not going to prosecute, we're going to try to divert them into something else. Problem is, is that when you don't prosecute anything, they don't need to divert because they're just going to keep doing because they're successful in continuing to break the laws as long as it's at this level and no higher. Mm-hmm. It's human nature to take advantage. Yes, because you know we are we always fall to the lowest common denominator of the best, the worst that we can be when no one checks us. Yeah, yeah, it's like the whole thing, like who are you when you're not looking, right? And, and or when no one's looking, I should say, not when you're not looking because you can't look at yourself, right? Yeah. So, but um, <laughs> with that being said, it's a perfect segue. Back into because uh, we're talking about uh, Christianity and, and, and evil organizations and, and things that, uh, that that mean well, but often get misconstrued and evil people utilize them to take advantage of people that are only trying to do good. Um, with that being said, you mentioned that the the staple principles of Christianity that you 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 like because it's basically love thy neighbor sure. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. what I wanted to pull up and have uh, an open opinion and conversation about is the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what those are. You're atheist, Satanist, botanist, mm-hmm. whatever you are. You probably know the Ten Commandments, right? Or at least are familiar with them. At least familiar with them, yeah, because, I mean, I can't recite all no, that. I, I, I know a good – want to try that real quick? I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Okay. You know, I can talk about some of them. I don't know what number they are or all the things they, they, they deal with. Okay, so uh, with with the purpose of this here is is to show that regardless of what you believe in, if you follow simple rules that you could, because I hate to fall back uh, before we get into this, but um, abortion, huge topic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, rape, that's always, rape and incest, that's always... The, the argument, right? Well, that that's one of the few caveats, one of the few exceptions to the rule. Exactly, because that's like the only one where you can kind of, there's a gray area there, mm-hmm. right? Um, which, understandably so. So with that being said, from a Christian perspective, because this got asked to me before by another Christian, right? And they're explaining how bad it was in Texas because they were banning abortions. And, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Texas, like the other states, still allowed abortions for rape and incest. I don't think it was just 100% across the board, no abortions. 
So I could be wrong. But I know that some states did do that. Texas may not have been one of them. However, I was like, you know, I, I can't agree with you on that. Because not even as a Christian, but from a moral perspective, right, I tell the wrong to kill your kids. And so with that being said, the, the rape situation came up, right? Obviously, that's the only real argument you're going to have. Well, what if the girl's raped? I said, well, if you lived in a perfect Christian society, no girl would be raped. So it's like, we, I mean, it sounds silly, but is it? Because it's so true. You would not never even need an abortion if you just follow the simple rules of don't rape somebody. Well, right? sure. I mean, if you go with that same premise, you don't need police. Yeah. You don't need fire departments. Because um, who start mm-hmm. a fire? But yeah, but nature is still there. Saying, but but, saying, but you but, you are correct though. You know I mean, I'm saying if, I don't know if, if you're being in a perfect world, a lot of jobs would no longer exist because crime would not exist because we follow all the rules. You know, uh, natural natural disasters is one thing, but you know the other you know the 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 arson, the arson and all those other types of things um, wouldn't exist because people wouldn't allow it to happen. Yeah, there wouldn't it, be murder. Yeah, there wouldn't be thievery. And, but what? But unfortunately, part of the religion and Part of the set of the rules, even if you're using the Ten Commandments as, as your kind of foundation for the initial rule setting, is that they couldn't follow ten rules. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, you can all go all the way back to Adam and Eve. What was yeah. the one rule? Yeah, yeah. Don't, Don't eat the, the apple. Tree. Stay away from that. And 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 what happened? Eve, you know, listened to the snake and <laughs> Satan's pimp ass slithered yeah. up there, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, Beezy." And so that, that was just one rule. Yeah. And they couldn't yeah. follow the one rule. Let's go all the way back to that one. Yeah, yeah. Right? Adam and Eve, one rule, couldn't follow that one. You gave us 10 more. Didn't do a very good job of those 10. Yeah. You know, you can go down the road, because I, I only see the top two right now, you know, and, and what was it? Yeah, you know, watching the, 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 the original Ten Commandments with, uh, what, Charlton Heston or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, you read some of these, and you said that they, the, the the Jews that were following him, boy, it didn't take long for them to break all these rules. Yeah, and and this is just in the time that he was getting the Ten Commandments. Yeah, you know, when he came down, he threw them down at him. You couldn't even follow, couldn't even control yourselves for the time that I was getting the Ten Commandments, and uh, yeah. so you know, human nature from the get go has unfortunately been we have too many faults. We do not have self control. We do not have the ability to follow rules. Otherwise, we wouldn't have rules to begin with. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and I think to clarify, the only the only justifiable time where that's good in like an argument, from my perspective, is that from what I said is that like if someone's bashing your belief to not have an abortion because a Christian, right? I'm not gonna have an abortion because I'm Christian. So you're going to have a baby if, if you get raped or something. It's like, but again, I'm a Christian. We don't believe in rape. So like, it kind of goes hand in hand. Like it sounds silly and everything, but, and it may be silly, but at the same time, like you can't, so it's like, it's like saying, um, thou shall not steal. I'm pretty sure that's a commandment. So thou shall not steal, right? Scroll up um, for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I will actually go over these here in just a second. Yeah. Thou shall not kill, steal, hate. Yeah. So with that being said, it's like, well, okay, thou shall not steal. That was written way back when. Um, but now I'm forced to steal or something like that, right? Uh, does that make sense? So, like, well, if, if to you're say put you're into a situation, to steal, 
that, that that's you're justifying your action. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's not, I'm trying to round it home, but that doesn't really quite fit what I'm trying to say is that like, so you can't null and void a step because another step is broken. Like, uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's kind of, I guess it's kind of hard because even like thou shall not kill. Right. So like if someone kills your relative and you kill them back, no, no, you still... use self-defense. The self-defense doctrine is more of, True. of that, what you're talking about. In that way, if someone's attacking me, shooting at me, and you know their intent is to kill me, I fired. I had a gun and fired a round back, and happened to one, my one round hit him in this place where it killed him. Uh -huh. So technically, I have broken, you know, one of the commandments because I did kill. Yeah. But you know, through the, the Western courts and Western civilization, self-defense. Is still morally justifiable, or mm -hmm. you know, for you know, through its own interpretations, you can actually take a life because the other life was trying to take yours. But and, and I'm glad you say that because that kind of made my gibberish into sense because you can now abort because of rape. So yes, okay, I was like, I had a really hard time trying okay, to convey yeah, no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from because because yes, there are times when when when. It, it can be very confusing as to how do you t interpret this. Um, you know, the, the, the issue of, 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 of rape uh, also follows political lines in this country. You know, the, the, far, the far right, very rigid on abortion, thou shalt not. The far left, if I need it, I have a choice. My body, my choice. That goes back to women's rights. Mm -hmm. You know, as I'm a registered Republican, but I believe in abortion. I believe a woman has a right to choose. And, and you know, they said you shouldn't use abortion as, as uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, birth, control. birth control. And that's not always the case, though. That's not always the reason why. I think statistically it's more than half more the than, reason. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I saying think in, that. I think in New York it's like 75%. Yeah, that may, you know, the percentages are probably high that it wasn't, you know, but it wasn't. I, I know people that know girls that do that. Yeah, but, but, and, and, and that's a poor choice on their part. But again, it is a choice. Well, and, and I agree with you 100%. It just goes back to what we're talking about, trans and all that mm -hmm. stuff. I don't, if you want to do that, do it. Um, is it. Is it right? Is it morally correct? In my opinion, no way. Not at all. You, um, you, you know, the, this is where, you know, when I talked earlier about, you know, I believed in a lot of the Christian tenets of, of, of what they taught me, but there are some <laughs> things that I kind of just, I, that I disagree with. Or at least that I could not follow in, in you know, in in good faith in my heart, mm -hmm. and 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 quite honestly, seeing the things that go on in this world and the cruelty that human beings uh, do to other human beings, let alone animals, but, that just you know, human beings, God, what awful creatures we are. Yeah, you know, as a totality of a of a created being, we're very mean. Yeah. Yes, there are wonderful people in this world. There are great people in this world. But we also have on the other end of the spectrum some very disgusting, vile human beings out there who, why do, why do we give them the time of day? You know, I don't see why we don't lock up some of these people and why I believe in, 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 in the death penalty. Yeah. Well, and it's funny that you say that too to reiterate to what you were talking about the uh, abortion with Democrats and Republicans is that it's hella. Uh, ironic to me, if not just flat out fucking weird, that 
the Democrats are always pro-abortion regardless, right? Mm-hmm. But then they're also hella lenient on crimes. They don't want death penalties for rapists. Mm-hmm. I believe it's DeSantis in Florida who was trying to pass the bill for the death penalty on, on child molesters and rapists or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all these people are freaking out. Like, it's unconstitutional. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you care about the Constitution? Like, man, I, I've used this word way too many on the show. But well, that's F where those guys. Poli- politics has always should be been... Death. Politics has always been bent so it fits my needs. Yeah. As you know, as a politician, you know, that's I mean, think it's about just, the... you know, you, you what I said yesterday doesn't count because t- it's today. Yeah. And today for this particular issue, this is how I believe, even though it's counter to what I just said yesterday because it fit my needs today. Yeah. And that's how politics kind of works. And uh, sadly, cuz we we you know, we, we see so much, uh, you know, hip- hypocrisy uh-huh. in, in, in politics. And, you know, there will be times when two hated individuals who can't stand each other, but because they have something in common for one purpose, for that one particular issue, they will band together. Uh-huh. But once that issue is completed, they split up. I got nothing to do with him. I got yeah. nothing to do with you. Even though, you know, this is an example of how you could work together. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was just for that particular issue. I still can't work with him. I can't. So you know, it's kind of funny just watching some of that transpire because. Uh... Oh, dude, they they had they had Hillary Clinton calling all the Trump supporters deplorable. They're out there tooth and nail fighting each other, dividing the whole damn country. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They have a fucking damn. They have a roast. They roast them like it's Comedy Central. Yeah. Are you joking? Like, are we still buying this? Yeah. Like, come on. Oh, man. That's why I say politics, <laughs> politics, politics has always been kind of a strange <clears throat> bedfellow for anybody because it's just hard to follow. I mean, it's hard to, to, to understand how, how we go in all these different directions, yet we claim we're this or we claim we're that. Yeah. So. No, it's, it's wild. And uh, so, finally, without further ado, 30 minutes later, we'll get into these uh, Ten Commandments here. <laughs> So again, uh, just to kind of recap, if you believe in God, you don't believe in God. The point of this is that if you follow these, um, we're going to be discussing if we could just make you a better person. You live a good life. So the first one, obviously, those who don't believe in God, <laughs> you're probably going to have a tough pill to swallow. Well, no, this but... first one is thou shalt have no other gods before me. So if you have no other gods, you're actually, you're fine. It's if I believe in you know, the Muslim faith, if I believe in Islam, if I believe in Buddha, mm-hmm. if I believe in Buddhism, any of those, then you've broken the first commandment because the first commandment says, thou shalt have no other gods before me, no other God, I am the supreme God. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth because you can put this into perspective as not that you're a man God or anything, mm-hmm. but just take out God. Thou shalt not have no others before me. So God wants what's best. So Exodus 23, uh, God wants what's best for you. If you put something else before him in your life, it's harder for him to bless you. Let's take God out of there. If you do what's best for you, if you keep putting, if you put something else before yourself in your life, it's harder for you to bless yourself. I mean, you could be selfish, but at the same time, it's the age old thing. You can't expect to have, love someone else if you can't love yourself. You can't have a functioning relationship if you don't love yourself. 
And anything else to add to that? Any? No, I, mean, I think we've covered pretty much the bases on that one. All right. Number two is, uh, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. So uh, Exodus 24. It's funny that all these are from Exodus. I guess that's the commandments chapter. But anyways, uh, or book. Anything you worship more than God is a graven image. Cars, clothes, sports. This must be from the New Testament. <laughs> even even our jobs are dangerous. Things. No, well, I think that's this current day current day. Uh, uh, what well, says uh, interpretation? Oh, 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 the that's from. Oh, got you, got you, got those, you, got those, you. This is the quote from the Bible. From Exodus twenty four. Okay, gotcha. Uh, then this is yes. Whoever wrote this, <clears throat> their interpretation of what that means to you or to us in gotcha. modern day times. Gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> but yeah, but God will never go away, and that's why it's best for us to only worship Him. Um, this is a continuation of number one, which is because what yes. this one where you know I, I worship the, the the sun god, I worship the the god of you know I I worship Odin, I worship you know Satan, whoever you wish to worship, and you create images of Satan, Odin, uh, the sun god. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. when they say, "Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image." So you believe in god and you don't make images of other gods and purport to support them mm -hmm. no and i like that you intertwined it because you are correct it is one and two so with the cars clothes and sports it's an amazing uh relation right there because uh, you could talk to somebody about sports forever there's a lot of people that are just downright religious if you will yeah. about sports and that's kind of what they're saying about all these movements is they're sort of a religion to grasp people, mm -hmm. um, a lot of those people are probably still pretty mad. Like, dude, you see people fighting at these games, right? Like, oh, nobody yeah. that is secure and happy with themselves and puts themselves or God before anything else mm -hmm. is not going to go to a sporting sporting event and fight someone because <laughs> an opposing team that you know nobody on, never met them, never will probably, but you're going to fight some other human being because of that. You're very unhappy, I'd have to think. You're not a happy person. Yeah. Yep. And you're not going to be able to love anybody else because you don't love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they come back to that, doesn't it? <laughs> so number three, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Um, again, if you're not religious, right? Just don't beat well, yourself up. You know, it cracks me up because you know, how many times it God? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, wait, right. <laughs> I mean, we we mutter in our under our breath. Many things, you know, but you know, I, I, uh, fucking hell, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. You know, we say a lot of things. What that, in God's name? Oh, Jesus Christ! Right. We, you know, that's using His name in vain. Yeah. And and we are all guilty of that. I think you know that there's very few pure people in this world, especially with the language that we will say God and Jesus Christ. Or Jesus effing Christ, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because um, uh, I don't walk on water or anything. I'm not trying to make myself sound not to be a saint. But right. a few years back, I did remove that from my vocabulary because I came conscious of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And even, even from a perspective of God doesn't exist, right? Like, that's just hate. Like, it's just hateful. And you're kind of asking someone to condemn something like that. And... Uh, yeah, it's just it's just crazy, and it's so funny that you said it because so during the podcast, I think because you don't really cuss, right? So I never say it to you, but I always tell people before they come on the show, I was like, don't use the GD. 
I was like, you can say whatever you want. I don't care, but just don't use that. And they're like, all right. You know, the funny thing is, <laughs> as a, since retirement, and I'm not, I, 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 I am a little more gutter mouth than I, than I am. Well, you rode around with us. Before. <laughs> Even when around you guys, you know, for the most part, I was pretty quiet. But once I was just in a, in a private audience of one, uh, some of my, some of my uh, uh, angers or whatever will come out. And, yeah. And I'm more, I'm comfortable around, like, working with you. I was comfortable enough to say something if I was pissed off. Yeah, or didn't yeah, like yeah. something. Which is good. You know, but, but at the same time, yeah, I guess I'm, I, I'm guilty of breaking that. And that's why, you know, we go back to the Christian faith and, and, and they know we fail. Yeah. The Bible tells you, we know, we expect you to fail. That's, that's why, why we pray. have all this here to help you to get back on the track, get back on track. Yeah. Yeah, and we're, and we're born sinners, and that's why I want to keep like the non-Christian people listening still too, because these first three, you could just x that out of there and still be good to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like I said, don't. What what happens if you bash yourself? Do you think that highly successful people like Bill Gates was like, "You're a loser, Bill. You're not gonna get any ladies. You're not gonna be successful at all." No, hell no. Bill was like, "I'm gonna own this place. I'm gonna build <laughs> yeah. shit." There you go. Like you know, he didn't use his name in vain. Not that Bill Gates mm -hmm. is God, guys. I don't want anything misconstrued okay, here. But there's a man who uh, kind of <clears throat> believed in himself. Yeah, and did kind of create his own religion. I mean, <laughs> iPhone is like iPhone's God to some people. Wow. Uh, wait, that's not that's not that's Steve Jobs. Bill Gates, Microsoft, yeah. huh? Yes. Whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> moving right along. Slightly different. <laughs> uh, number four. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. So everyone, Sunday is a Sabbath day. It is a day we call we can all go to church, worship God, and learn how to be better people as Christians. Keeping it holy means doing our best to remember him throughout the day. Um, before you go, I'd like to say again for the non-Christian people is that uh, why can't you just take Sunday to remember how grateful you are to have your family, your friends, spend that day to go outside, enjoy the fact that you're breathing fresh air, you know? Sure. I, there's... Well, it, it goes back to what you're talking about. Be good to yourself. Be good to your family. Use that day to, to, to be with your family and to, to plan things so that, you know, you're good to your family. Yeah. And uh, keep that keep that togetherness. I've, I've seen families that they always get together on Sundays. And this is their day to, to keep the family unit together, to keep their time together and to share what's going on with them. And that keeps that family unit whole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just got to, and if you don't have a family, you can just still feed yourself. Yourself, or you can create your own family, too. Yeah, you can, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can make or break yourself, really. Like I was talking about, you could beat yourself down until you're nothing. That's how you're going to feel. You're not going to go mm -hmm. accomplish anything if you're feeling like that. And uh, speaking of spending time with your family, number five, honor thy father and honor thy mother. Mm -hmm. It says what it says. Now, yeah. at, at, you know, this is us with the assumption that your parents are good people. Correct. Thank you for saying that, <laughs> devil's advocate. Because, again, this goes back to, what did I say, right? Yeah. If you were to have the proper Christian upbringing or values or whatever. Your parents were good to you. Your parents were they, good to you. They, they were responsible parents. But what if you had a parent who was a drug addict and who treat, abused you? What if you had a mother who had some issues and, and abused you or yeah. you know those are things where can you still make a difference can change things change over time you know let's say 
your parents had some issues, and but later on, as they got older, they recognized they made some failures. They had some failures in your upbringing, and tried to rectify it. Then perhaps then you can honor your your parents, mm-hmm. you know, or even with their faults. If, you know, if, if deep down you know they love you, then maybe you can't oversee some of the bad and try to aim for the good. But you know, it, it's sometimes you might have to leave that family unit. Because it's not a healthy family situation. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. And uh, it's hard to speak on stuff that I, I haven't experienced. But uh, there is issues, right? I'm not going to go into great detail. But the shit that I have issues with, with like my parents, right? I'm sure it's nothing compared to... Well, I know that it's nothing compared to what a lot of people sure. go through. Mm-hmm. So if... I would have any positivity construed out of having horrible parents in another prison, drug addicts, molestation, abuse, whatever have you, is that you don't have to necessarily respect them. You don't necessarily even have to appreciate what the, or not appreciate, it's a terrible word. You, you don't have to um, like anything that they did for you. you. That's fine. But I think that you could still just honor the fact that they created you. If not for your father and mother, you wouldn't be here. You have the opportunity. Again, <clears throat> you follow those rules. You love yourself, you know, commit to yourself, and then break that damn chain, you know. You love yourself, and you can honor your mother and father for being a, a life lesson teacher, mm-hmm. breaking that chain. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, Number six. Thou shalt not kill. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, I know we touched upon you know self-defense and some of those other issues. Yeah, but I think uh, you know for the most part that applies without too much change. <laughs> and it's crazy how uh, just how much it happens now. People don't give a shit, dude. I was telling the story on the last podcast. These kids were uh, I think like 13, 14. This girl, I guess, coerced uh, two other kids into. Uh, getting on the bus and with gun and going up to another kid and putting it to his chest and pulling the trigger. Um, luckily for the kid, the gun jammed. Oh. He didn't he didn't get shot. Wow. But you just like Grant like it's funny we had the conversation and we were really satirical about it. So oh. didn't really touch on any like because we were talking about like bullying in schools, comparing it to how we grew up and stuff. But it's um that type of shit happens. Mm-hmm. But it's just wild how prevalent it is. Like the more that you grow up, kids just give less shits and less shits. They're just shooting each other. Um, and it's funny. So number seven, I was gonna touch on this, and I totally spaced it when we were talking about abortion. <clears throat> Thou shalt not commit adultery. All right. So, and I might as well just read this because this is exactly what I was gonna say. Men and women make promises to each other when they are married. These promises are important, and breaking them causes deep sadness. Keeping these promises help men and women have happy marriages and happy lives. Okay, I guess that wasn't what I was going to say. But <laughs> what I was going to say is that in, in, in this perspective, this scenario that you're following these rules, is that uh, not only are you going to not rape anybody, so you're not even going to have sex until marriage, which I don't know anyone that has withheld till wedlock. So <laughs> I know that it's hard to do. But, but with that being said... You accept the consequences, right? So, like, you know that you're breaking. It's kind of like it's kind of like if you go steal something back when stealing stuff was illegal. That if you stole something and you went to jail, you're kind of like, ah, shit, you got me. 
right? You know right. what? You know what the consequence is. You have sex outside of wedlock. Someone gets pregnant. It's like, well, yeah, it's what, what happens. That's what happens. I'm sorry. Probably uh, we'll wrap this up when we got. No, no, no hurry. I'm just letting my wife know. It is getting late too. Yeah, yeah. Right. but I can stay late. Slumber <laughs> <laughs> <Summer> party. <laughs> just kidding, guys. All right. So, anyways, uh, wait, man. Can I get sidetracked real quick? Go ahead. So, I stumbled upon this um <clears throat> this Michael Jackson thing, right? And I just couldn't avoid going through the comments because you know that's going to be comment gold. Sure. So, so I go through there, and uh. They're talking about like do this grown ass because though the whole the whole Michael Jackson thing right like if you're on his side is that he never got to grow up which is obvious his dad you know pretty much pimped him out <laughs> and, and not complete you know what I'm saying yeah, sure. so so uh don't don't sue me Jacksons but um so <laughs> so he he didn't really have a childhood so that's his excuse for you know playing with kids and building music park and having sleepovers so someone's like. He's a grown-ass man having sleepovers with kids. If you don't see anything wrong with that, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. And the person was like, only a sick mind would think there's something wrong with the sleepover. And I'm like, you missed the part with the grown-ass man. <laughs> you, missed, you totally missed that part. You know, <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out on that one is the parents of these kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I say, well, we have some chaperones there. Yeah, yeah. You know, some kind of controls. That one kid, Carter, is it Aaron Carter? Nick yeah, Carter? I don't remember the name. One of them. He just came out, or I saw the video, and his mom, somehow his mom was like tripping, trying to get him to file charges or something. Yeah. He's like, Michael didn't do anything to me. And it's like, you sound groomed. <laughs> but, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't well, know. You know, I, I, I mean, I'm sure as a parent, hey, Michael Jackson invited. You know, my kid, kids, I thought, you know, I had two kids growing up to, to come to, to what, whatever. Neverland Never Ranch. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's cool. And the only thing is just, well, what are the, what exactly are they going to do? Yeah. They're going to ride my Ferris wheel. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I mean. It's just, <laughs> what are the controls in here? So are, you know, do you have some, are they going to be in a camp? Or are they going to be, yeah. you know, where are they staying and who's taking care of them? And. <laughs> As a parent, I don't care who you are. I'm not just dropping you off to somebody I don't know. I know you're famous, but even if I even if I know them, gee, ten out of ten times, ten out of ten times, if a grown ass man with no kids and no wife is like, hey, you want you want a group of kids to come stay at my house? You want to you want your kid to come stay? I'm gonna say, hell nah. Well, that's what I'm, well, that, that, those are the questions I'd ask, and if I find out. It's Michael, and they're coming to his house. And he's like, okay, time out. <laughs> yeah. No, you got no kids. You have no wife. Like, yeah. like yeah. maybe, maybe if dude's married and, and and the wife can't have kids, or or he's you know one of them is infertile or sterile and they can't have kids. And I'm like, oh, but maybe. even still, I, I want to know what are the sleeping arrangements. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or do we have some you know. Security around there? Do we have some chaperones? Is my you know if my kid's ten years old, he's he still can't take care of himself completely. Yeah, that I mean, is hundred percent right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he can go to the bathroom himself, but at ten years old, if an adult comes at you and starts telling you, don't say nothing to your parents. Oh, yeah, I'd have some concerns. 
That's why I, that's who's the chaperones, who's taking care of these kids along the way. Or better yet, can I be one of the chaperones? You know, I'll make sure that my kids and these other kids are safe. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree 100%. And, and uh, like, there is a situation without, like, saying any names. And no, I didn't get molested. But that happened with um, a family member through marriage. Mm. I remember they, they took me. It was, like, a situation where, like, I, I think that they were, like, uh, someone was coming down the road and we're at a stop sign. And he's, like, talking to me and just telling me, like, bullshit, right? And then right before the car comes, he kind of, like, goes by it and then informs me that if I tell my parents anything, that he would kill me. And I was like, what the fuck, right? I mean, what the heck? Mm -hmm. So first thing I did when I got home was tell my parents. Right. So I was like, that's the very first thing I did. I was like, hey, this dude said he's going to kill me if I tell you guys. But But the thing is, I think he was just trying to... To the, the the beginning stages, I don't know if he was going to try and molest me. I I don't know what his end game was, but clearly he was trying to get that fear in me, right. and it didn't work. Because I mean, well, it did. I was scared as a child, sure. but the first, like I said, the very first thing I did was tell my parents. The very first thing. Yeah, because yeah. you had enough trust in your parents to know that something's wrong, and you can tell them. Well, I mean, just just like who else are you going to go to? I mean, sure. not even necessarily that. Just like yeah, I mean, you have no one to go to. You're a kid. And that's what sucks in those situations where people, the kids do tell their parents and they don't believe them or something like that. So, like, I don't know. It's rough stuff, man. Yeah, I can. But, uh. Number nine, thou shalt eight. not bear. We didn't do still yet. Oh, we didn't <clears throat> do that? I thought we did. I'm sorry. No, eight, number, I don't think so, did we? Thou shalt not steal. No, we talked not about yet. it earlier, but we didn't actually discuss <clears throat> that's it. That's right. At this so, yeah, point. It is important to God that his children are honest with each other, taking anything. That doesn't belong to you is stealing and against his commandment. Um, do you really need to believe in God to know that stealing something from someone is bad? Is wrong, yeah. Sure. I mean, come on. Yeah, but it's <clears throat> you know, it's part of that whole the tenets that the of the Ten Commandments is, you know, living your life. And yeah. you know, you're talking about ten religious rules. And it's, it a lot of it has to do with morality and faith. Faith and morality. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of why I was going over the part because if you take God out of it, there's no faith. It's just morality, right? Mm-hmm. But, but the the whole point of uh, you know if you if you love God and you and you believe in in, in in the Christian faith, then these are the rules that we live by, and it goes with the combination of faith and morality. Correct. Yes, from our from our perspective, I was kind of just aiming out there to the the non Christian. Yeah. Oh, to your listeners here. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But I I doubt that a lot of the people that listen to my <laughs> maybe the people that's been on it a couple, but uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> that's all good. So number nine, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. This one is about honesty. Mm-hmm. If you lie to someone, you are bearing false witness, and that may cause harm to yourself and others. Again, love yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I've came across this. Uh, Many times, especially at our last job, people love to lie. People like to make themselves feel better. You know, people like to lie on you. The rumors that were spread about me were hilarious, man. Like, because it's just funny. Like, they weren't, like, bad or anything, but it's just, like, people's assumptions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then these assumptions become fact and then, you know, false, false <laughs> yeah, witness. Yeah, no, I, I get you. That's one of those things that off-camera I says, what were the rumors about me? <laughs> <laughs> 
you sleep a lot. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to do. <laughs> I know. Remedies. Uh, uh, that was that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I want. I guess rumors isn't. Uh, maybe some of them are rumors, but it was just like, like I said, people's assumptions. Like people. Um, <clears throat> I think that it, it's funny. I think that it should possibly be in here somehow, but I think it's encapsulated. Is that? Uh, and I think it does talk about it in the Bible. Is not to be jealous, right? Like jealousy and envy. Yeah, well, really... yeah, if you go, you know, um, what little I remember of the Bible, one of the ones is called the love verse, is 1 Corinthians 13. Okay. And it was about, uh, it's, they call it the, the, the love verse, because it talked about, you know, what love is. And one of them is love is not envious. And that was part of that, you know, when you're talking about envy and, and being jealous, that was part of that. So love is patient and kind. Uh, you know, and, and there's a number of different uh, areas of, on that one. And so that one was was often used in weddings and marriage, you know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. No, and uh, like, like I said, so like if, if you were envious of someone, that's going to instantly, I think, trigger number nine. Because yeah. you're going to be like, you're man. You say bad things or yeah. dishonest things about a person simply just because they have more than you or whatever and you don't know anybody's situation right like it's so funny when you see someone like uh they could just have something you don't right it doesn't even have to be like extravagant you could just be <clears throat> you could be like i don't know super poor and someone has a a new pair of 20 dollars shoes you're like man that dude is lucky right like he grew up so privileged you don't know that that dude works three jobs you know what i mean and that's his first pair of shoes without holes that he's bought in like right. years for himself. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So you don't know. Yep. Um, love thy neighbor. <laughs> so number Thou ten. Shall not covet. No covet. To covet means to, oh, <laughs> to be jealous. <laughs> to be so jealous of something someone else has that you want it desperately. Coveting makes a person miserable and keeps them from putting God first. The commandment helps you from failing into this bad habit. <laughs> so I'm gonna just scroll along. Just, but you know what? I understand <laughs> that, that you know this is one of those things where you understand it's religious uh, and the moral fiber of this one is is you know don't don't want something so bad that someone else already has that you focus on wanting this that it comes between you and God and your faith in God. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not necessarily jealous, but I'd like that too, and it can be a goal that you can use to help you attain yes. success, to ob obtain a betterment of yourself, so that you can achieve that goal. You know, so like in order to be, you know, to be, in order to 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 uh, run a business, you need to take some classes on business, yeah, or learn how to do something. Someone's got to teach you how to do bookkeeping and and all that. And or let's say, you know, I I love to be able to defend people for you know in, in court. Well, guess what you need to do in order to defend people in court? You got to go to law school, you know, and, and learn, you know, what, what you need to do in order to, to be in a courtroom. Yeah. So I think it's, it's it used in a, in a manner in which it's constructive so that you can actually achieve a goal by doing something to build yourself as a person. I don't think it's necessarily I'm, I'm jealous of somebody, but this is an ends to a means in order for me to be successful uh, in accomplishing my my ultimate goals no it's, it's admirable motivation yeah. um that's exactly how i look at it if somebody has something that i want and i don't have 
I'm not like, well, you know, crap on that guy or girl. It's like, right. I could have that if I were like, <clears throat> it was a couple months ago. I was driving home and I saw a freaking Bentley coupe with color changing paint. Oh. And I was like, Whoa. damn, like that is hot, right? right? And never did it cross my mind, like, screw that guy, yeah. right? Never. I was just like, man, what does that guy do? And then I was like, man, I want a Bentley. Like, if I did my shit right, I could probably get a Bentley. May I get one? Nah, probably not, but I've got to be realistic. But if I want one bad enough... That might be my my incentive, which is different from jealousy. Exactly. That's my incentive. That's my goal. I mean, you know, in relationship to what this talks about, am I putting that, that incentive before God? That's all. That's part of that question, you know. Don't fall into this habit of, of, of you know, looking at material things as your 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 motivation for life. Yeah, especially that, right? Because then you put that Bentley coupe, yeah, above everything, and then you and then you instantly just and, and fail you, all yeah. these in one. Yeah. yeah. So, but you might the, you might get jealous. You might steal it and kill him. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you don't want that either. Yeah, you break a whole host of these commandments. Yeah, but but I, you know, it, and that just goes back to you know, being the. Remember, I talked about extremism mm-hmm. of of being extremely religious versus being you know extremely liberal and you know free for all. Yeah, you know, or I, extremely I'm, conservative. Yeah, and, and <laughs> however you look in the extremes, I think extremes is when you fall into trouble. You know, we have, I, when we talk about religious zealots, people who are so extreme in their belief in whatever religion they, they believe in, you know, whoa. Yeah, I've run into a few folks where I go, whoa, you know, relax, pal. Yeah. You know, I, you know, more power to you, but don't, and I appreciate if you want to share it with me, but don't expect me to just dive on the board there and say, yes, I'm following you all the way because I'm probably not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but being able to understand where you know where there's this moderation of of understanding your understanding your religion and understanding how it affects you and how it affects your faith in that in whether it's Christianity or or other you, know, you got to be able to to moderate yourself also so that you're using the good parts of it to make yourself a better person but not to the extremes that you start judging other people because they don't follow it to the nth degree that you are doing yeah which I think is what happens with some of our, well, religious zealots. You know, you're not following the commandments to this degree. You're not, a, you, you are failing God. So well, don't judge me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only God judges me. Yeah. And you're over here breaking that. Yeah. And you're, 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 you're <clears throat> starting to do some of these things where you're, you're breaking some of these just by the way you're, you're, you can just, okay. I was going to go down or go back up. I'm sorry, because mm-hmm. you know some of those are uh, as you go up there. Yeah, which one would I use on some of these things? No, it might be under that thou shalt not covet. You know, you're not going to demand people to. Do something, but I guess maybe the other one. And possibly the. I mean, I don't know. I guess it. Yeah, I guess there's no commandments about uh, manipulating people. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, I might go back into this one here. <clears throat> Number two. There's a graven image, you know, where you, you, you say the Bible is the word of law. This is what you follow. But no, I mean, it's a guide. The Bible is my guide. You know, tells me, you know, and I can use it to help me in my faith and to under, better understand, you know, how to address some issues in my life. But certainly I'm not going to, uh, you know, just because you say this is my interpretation of it. I think that's too extreme for me. Because ultimately you're going by God's word. Yeah. You know, not your interpretation. Yeah. You're, you're starting to mm. you know, use what you say as the image of what God is. Yeah. And um, what you're saying about the, <sighs> the extremist thing is, so in 2016, obviously Trump, Trump ran. And my whole thing was like, cool, nope, a non-politician, right? Dude's a businessman. That's what we need. We need that shit ran like a business. That's what made me like him as president, poor president, right? And then I started talking to other Trump supporters. And that's when I realized that we do not have a lot in common. Because they, no. <laughs> there's a lot of them that are on some weird shit. Yeah. And, uh, they believe I, in some weird shit, yeah. Yeah, and then there is one person. We both know them. And uh, they're, they're cool. But they're just, like, so extreme, dude. And they found out that, uh, like, Trump, too, is like, oh, we're on the same page, huh? And I was like, mm, not really. <laughs> we kind of are, I guess, but um, no, nah, we're not. And that happened when I worked at this call center because we're in California, right? Uh -huh. So anytime someone calls from the South or something like that, oh, you're in California? Ugh. You know, and I'd be like, I agree. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. There's not many of you out there. And I was like, there's, there's a few of us. And then um, this lady, she was like, so we, there's a lot of call centers in the Philippines, right? And yes. as everyone knows, my wife is Filipino. Mm -hmm. My child is Filipino. So this lady is like complaining about the Filipino call center. And she's like, I can't wait till Trump is president. And he shuts those places down. And I was like, in call. I was like, like, like no. Like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I bitch. <laughs> But it was just funny because I was like, I don't think you listen to his message, lady. Yeah. I don't think you understand what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny. With, with that being said, as you have the extreme people on the, the left, they're like, Trump's a Nazi. He, he's starting Armageddon. Or not Armageddon, but you know, World War III. And, uh, well, because they're not Christian. Now, <laughs> now, World War III would be kind of an Armageddon with the nuclear weapons that are out there. Of course. Of course. Um, but then you have the far right people that also believe stupid shit that's not true. Like I, I wanted to ask this lady, like, what speech were you listening to when he said he's gonna cut off overseas call centers? Please, yeah. can you tell me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's you know, for for anybody who, like you said, politics is a strange animal because people will form opinions. And I've, you know, as a former cop, how many people have sit there and said, yeah, cops are killing black people all over the country. And you find out that the number of cops killing, you know, unarmed black men or women is less than 20 in the last couple of years. Yeah, I think so, it was nine that yeah. year that it was a huge incident, yeah. which is a lot. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a lot, lot but, but it's, it's but too many. But in a country of 300 million, that's a minuscule percentage. Yeah. It doesn't even, it, you know how many zeros before you get the one? <laughs> it's almost like pie. Yeah, I mean, come on. So that's why I was like, 
you know, they spoke from ignorance. They believed that hundreds, if not thousands, of black people, black, unarmed black adult, men, black, unarmed black men, are being murdered by cops all over this country, and it's not true. But they started believing this just because <laughs> you know we had a few groups that said cops are killing. Now, <clears throat> you, everything's got to be tempered, because because as as in anything, there's two sides to everything. And too often, especially with, 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 with the defund the cops thing, you know, it was a great bandwagon for people to jump on because everyone had an issue with cops when they got a traffic ticket. I've had issues with cops. You know, and, and, and but at the same time, hell, I've been a cop, but I've had issues with cops. So it's not, it's not like, you know, we're bulletproof. We're all human beings who some people do bad things. Or at the very least, they probably use poor judgment in handling things that, that, that they could have done better. Now, things that have happened to me by cops, they weren't grave issues, but I thought, you know, you could have done better. I think yeah. you've been more professional. And it wasn't like he was breaking any laws or anything like that, but as a, as a peace officer, probably you could have done better by how you address people. Yeah. You know, and, and same thing with, with, with uh, you know, the people who... You know, I know certain communities have been have been beaten up by cops. I'll tell you what, most of the cops don't want to go into those communities. They have no choice. They got to call. They got to go. Uh -huh. What can you do? Oh, God. I, when I worked in, in Solano County, there are certain cities that's, that they said, you cannot go into that neighborhood solo. Uh -huh. You have to have a second or third vehicle coming with you when you go in there. So what does that tell you about it, that community? And unfortunately, it was a minority community. And wow! And then from do? their perspective, they just see you guys coming in like the we're army. coming in in full force. Yeah, and they have. But you know, see how from one side, don't go in alone because you 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 could get hurt. The other side, see, they don't come in, in they come in full force when they deal with us. But yeah. see what happens in the interpretation of what's going on. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And so that's why you know some of the crimes that are committed. It's the community against it in itself. And yet, who has to clean it up? Who has to go in there and investigate it? You know, it's the cops. So, you know, you arrested my son. Well, but if your son killed another man in your community, is there not some kind of, of relationship with what's going on in the community? Yeah. With, 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 with it's black on black or Hispanic on Hispanic or Asian on Asian? Or white on white, you know. Is there not an issue with that community that that you're killing your own? Yeah, they're saying. Um, I think it was one of the mob bosses. Let me see if I can pull that article up. He was saying that the crimes and shit wouldn't be happening there if they're still in control. Oh. Um. So, one man saying oh, that's not it. Why not have this conversation? Loading. Vandalism, looting. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to find it. <clears throat> um, so I was gonna, I was trying to segue it into that the call center situation because I mentioned you mentioned earlier you wanted to talk about Asian cultures and we never yeah. jumped on that. Do you want to, want to save that for another podcast and wrap this one up? Yeah, that'd be cool. Late. I would love to do that. Huh. Just, I just, just to kind of <laughs> delve a little bit on the topic. It, it, a lot of times people ask me, says, you know, are, are you Chinese? Says, yes, I'm Chinese. Says. Oh, okay. And then they start telling me about something, and I said, eh, 
can I hold on just a second? So what's up? Like, That's actually Japanese culture. Oh, what's the difference? <laughs> and I laugh because yes, there's a difference, you know. And and if you were to go to China or Japan or Korea uh -huh. or even the Philippines for that matter, there's not a there there are some animosities between each of those groups, you know. Uh, <clears throat> China and Vietnam have a terrible relationship. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And the, yeah. The Japanese don't have a good relationship historically after World War II with almost all the Asian countries out there because they thought that they were, during World War II, they, like, they were in, in uh, partnership with the Nazi Party and they felt that they were the master race of the Asian continents. Yeah. So you can kind of figure out that if they felt like they were the master race, how they treated <laughs> the people of those other countries that they invaded. Yeah. I think we talked about it on one of our other podcasts, mm -hmm. the comedian that was talking about the Japanese dude saying he didn't like the Filipino guy. He's like, why? He's like, is it his skin color? Yep. I'm like, geez, man. It's so dark. Because, <clears throat> they you know, that in, in a lot of uh, Asian countries, like in some of India and some of those, uh, some of those Southeast Asian countries, um, the darker you are, the more likely you're, you're, they look upon you as a peasant. That's how it is in the Philippines. Yeah. yeah, the darker you are, you're like outside laborer. Yeah, because you're outside. You're you're a laborer out there. Whereas if you if you're a person of affluence, you're indoors. Yeah. You you know you're not exposed to the sun, and you know you, and so that's the type of thing that I'd love to talk about when we talk about Asian cultures. And that's why the fact that you're married to a to a woman of, of Filipino descent, you are aware of some things that a lot of people are not are not yeah. because of the fact that you have been exposed to. A culture and to of a people who have ex ex been exposed and have experienced ups and downs at, in their history. The Philippines have been they've been uh, <laughs> they've been ruled by a lot of other folks. You go way back to the Chinese, and then after that it was the Spanish, and then you will three hundred thirty-three years, and even in more recent times the Americans. Yeah. Technically, they weren't <clears throat> ruled by them, but they were heavily influenced by they're, America. They they were. Um... I'll look it up and be more specific about it because I always forget. But they were um, the Commonwealth, obviously, like um, Puerto Rico. Yeah, like mm -hmm. Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. But they, I think it was Marcos, the original Marcos, he opted to leave. And then that's when they want, because we were appointing the presidents and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So like after after that, he was like, we're going to do it on our own. And they we'll kind of just kicked elections. us out of the, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we'll save all that for the, the other one. Yeah. Um, there was something else. Oh, yeah. It's like, it like if you meet someone and they're like, oh, I'm from Malaysia. And it's like, oh, really? I love lumpia. I love riding elephants and sushi to die for. To die for. Oh, I hate to tell you this, but you've got three different countries. None of them that have to do with this one here. None of them are <laughs> Or it's like a Russian dude. He's like, where are you from? I'm from Asia. <laughs> Right, because Russia's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's why it, it'd be fun. I love to... chow mein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he says, I love chop suey. Oh. I will Guess break what? you. Yeah. It says, chop suey is an American Chinese invention. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's wild, too. I guess we could say this for the other show, yeah, too. But, but, the, the... but it's fun to talk about that because it, it kind of dispels. I like to dispel some myths and yeah. I like to educate on the differences between. And and recognizing that you know, be, and I, I know most people don't offend on purpose. They they just they're excited to be able to 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 expound on their knowledge or what they believe is be the correct 
you know, what they learned or, or in, in, in their exposure to Asian cultures. And it's fun to, to, to find out people who have better, they have better, more, more knowledge than you. Mm-hmm. I love that because then they're yeah. good teaching me something. Yeah, it's like I'm always ready to learn. Yeah, yeah. yeah but amazing. more times than not, it's the other way around. I, I, yeah. I have to explain to them. No, actually, it's and and so I think that would be kind of fun for you know listeners to to to, yeah. to hear some of those things just so that you can say, guess what? I thought I knew something, but maybe I wasn't right. Right. And no, and I found out that the like most Chinese restaurants they don't eat their own food because they make it differently for Americans. And then, yeah, so like do. they, what I heard was that if you eat at a Chinese place, make sure it's named after like somewhere, mm. like a, I, I don't know, like a popular Chinese city or something, like well, Bangkok cuisine or something. I, I know what you mean because Japan, huh? I, I go to, <laughs> I go back. to certain, I go to certain <laughs> restaurants where I order things that aren't on the menu. Yeah, 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 same yeah, thing. They go, oh, and then the fact that I can speak some some Cantonese and then oh, yeah, they're, no, they're, they're and, and but I'm just saying is that 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 some of the foods that I eat, you're not going to see on the menu. Yeah. And so I ask them, or it's written over here where on, on, on the wall on in paper and, and, Oh yeah, I want that. And I want that. And then, then they kind of laugh. Say, okay. This is good because that's not where it's not on the regular menu. Yeah. 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 Um, do you like Mugu Gai Pan? Yeah, actually I do. Is that, is that more of an authentic Well, they, or... yeah, they serve a version of that in, in, in the Chinese, in Chinatown when I, well, I was first introduced to it. Because I had to start asking for that. A lot of places don't have yeah. it on the menu. Yeah. So one day I was just like, man, do you guys have Mugu Gai Pan? Oh, yeah, Mugu Gai Pan. Yeah. Um, and that, what you're saying about offending is like, it's funny too, because uh, it's so weird too, and it has to be the Trump era. Because like before that, uh, like as a cashier, right? Like I would just say, simple ass stuff like in spanish to people i'd be like oh leche en bolsa and they'd be like oh see sí, habla espanol I'm like oh, i know habla espanol just a little bit just milk and bag <laughs> i didn't even know that yeah. but i was just like i was just like a little bit of milk and bag and then icebreaker dude like oh no worries that's cool though and then they'll start talking to me yeah. in english mm-hmm. but before that not a word sure they'll pretend that they didn't speak english or something mm-hmm. so that was always an icebreaker and it always oh, like i never ever even as a door greeter, I'd be like, oh, buenas noches, amigo. And they like, oh, buenas noches. Some people kind of look at me funny, but I never, ever got any bad reactions. Mm-hmm. After that shit, it's like anytime you're interested in another culture, it's like you have to be racist. Like, it's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird, dude. Well, you know <clears> what? <throat> um, I, I understand where you come from. It helps that being Asian, going into a Chinese you know, community, uh, whether it's a restaurant or a business or just in a group, or, you know, in a because uh, I used to have to go out and do uh, presentations for the highway patrol. The fact that I was in a uniform, kind of oh, because they're not used to seeing a Chinese guy in, in, in law enforcement, at least in a lot of other areas other than San Francisco. Except because this was before Jackie Chan is super cop. Yeah, actually it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually it was. <laughs> Although I saw Jackie Chan <laughs> before he became very popular in the U.S. Um, back in the when I was growing up, because he started because he was actually in a Bruce Lee movie, mm-hmm. uh, Enter the Dragon. Although, oh, okay. but he wasn't named; he was just a bit actor. Gotcha. But um, but he had been making movies since that times in the seventies, and so I was exposed to him way back then, and uh, that not until the eighties and nineties that he became, you know, the, now the whole world knows who he is. Yeah. But but yeah, a lot of people. You speak 
You speak Chinese. She actually do. <laughs> when I was on scene uh, of crashes or any kind of incidents, anytime Asian faces saw me, they came running up to me. Yeah. Because they, you know, and and if they were if they weren't Chinese, they said, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm not Chinese, but whatever I can do to help you, uh, yeah. I do that." And they're very grateful for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, we could definitely do a full episode next time when you come back. Hopefully, sooner than later. Um, we'll do a whole episode on Asian stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, we need to close this out. Have you seen this? I have not. I've You've heard... never seen King of the Hill? I know the show. Yeah, I didn't see you... this episode. You never see... It's the very first... <coughs> so it's the very first episode where Khan Super Newsome Pone comes to... Uh... So are you Chinese or Japanese? I live in California last 20 years, but uh, first come from Laos. Huh? Laos. We lay ocean. The ocean? What ocean? We are the ocean from Laos, stupid. It's a landlocked country in Southeast Asia. It's between Vietnam and Thailand, okay? Population 4.7 million. <laughs> so are you Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Dude, that's so funny. In a redneck community? Yep. <laughs> he said, so are you Chinese or Japanese? Oh, on that note, G, I love you, brother. Thank you for coming back. We got to do this again soon. For sure. Thank you for having me. I have a great time each time we do it. Oh, yeah, brother. We'll make it uh, sooner than later this time. Thank you, you guys for listening. Subscribe. <laughs> do all that good stuff. Click the links. Watch my Bud Light videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>